Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community Sport, episode 6. I'm Mick Hanley. And joining me on Community Sport today is Ken Nags, who is the uh, Rugby uh, Development Officer with Leinster and uh, with Dublin City Council. Would that be right, Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. part funded by both, yeah. Um, and uh, just for our listeners, can you explain what your job entails? But kind of in a nutshell, it's it's developing rugby in the, the southeast area between schools and clubs. I suppose it's, it's, there's a massive amount of clubs, six, seven, eight clubs within, within spitting distance in the area, but then it's to introduce the game to primary school kids and with the, I suppose, the sole aim to kind of get them, get them playing in their clubs in the area. So that's basically what the job is. And as you say, Ken, this area, southeast Dublin, is, is a very strong rugby area. Oh, massively so. I suppose yeah. there's nearly kind of a divide within it. This was kind of the Rings End Irish Town side of things, and then kind of heading heading a bit further north. This, yeah, there's seven, high six, so there's seven clubs in the area, at varying levels from AIL down to kind of junior rugby as well. So it's. There's plenty of rugby in the area to be played for boys and girls and anybody getting back into the game, really. And uh, is part of it, like, the development, is it to try and maybe get, uh, you know, kids especially that are, are not involved in sport or get them to, to play rugby? Yeah, 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 that's that's part of it as well. Because a lot, of, a lot of kind of traditional sports, some kids might be interested in them, whether it's football, hurling, whatever. So it's, it's to give them an opportunity to play maybe something that they wouldn't have not, they wouldn't have seen in the area or whatever so it's to give them a chance to to play and yeah if we can get the more kids we can get playing any sports it's just going to be beneficial really so i suppose look looking at rugby before we get into the the, the senior part of it and, and the internationals maybe and leinster and that but like schools rugby is is, is very very strong oh it is it is yeah yeah, yeah sure even within Within kind of my areas, you have Saint Saint Michael's, Saint Mary's, Gonzaga. So there's there's kind of three three big rugby schools there, and and Marion College right beside Lansdowne, that would be a rugby school as well. Traditionally a rugby school, the last number of years has kind of dwindled a little bit. Is that that's so- part of my job, I yeah. suppose, is to try and get that back on again there as well. So to get them back up to that level or whatever kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. them level like again not all schools want to be kind of playing leagues week in week out but it's to give give lads that opportunity within school to play some rugby and then then if the i suppose they can go across the road literally across the road to lansdowne or any of the clubs in the area to to play club rugby so what about the primary schools and also probably from the point of view of the primary schools i'm thinking the ladies' game has got very strong. So oh, it's girls, so. girls rugby. What's that like at the moment? So? Girl, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's railway, Belvo, old Belvedere there, Anglesey Road. They'd be kind of the two, I suppose, biggest girls' clubs in the area. Well, railway more women's game and youths, whereas Belvo would have the from minis through youths up to seniors. So it's there's a number of clubs that are. Well placed in the in the kind of the girls women side of it in the area too. Is, is that Bel- Belvedere? Old Belvedere. Old Belvedere. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yes, I suppose like a lot of them they would have had links back to the school and over the years. So, um, and then and bringing them on kind of then into into the the, the secondary schools and into 
where what would that be the Leinster Schools League or yeah well there's there's I suppose the, the in the, the boys game there's considered a big six so it'd be the kind of like Black Rock Belvedere College so there'd be six that would be kind of standalone and then we'd have a tier underneath which would be the Gonzagas that kind of school so they play a league like kind of all over the province so they could go down to Kilkenny play down there so and then again below that we have tr- three there's a three in a division four so the div division four would be for very new schools could be touch or n- non-contact so touch or tag rugby and div three then division three would be the next step up so it's we let you go into school with no rugby and we can build them up then as as they improve or as if they, if they want to go on to play league rugby that there's there's the I suppose the opportunity there exactly. as well yeah uh, tell me a little bit about the, the tag rugby that's non-contact is it yeah so it's, it's essentially you wear a velcro belt with two I suppose they're probably eight nine inches long material hanging off the side so it's non-contact so the way you make a tackle is by taking a tag and then when you're tagged you have to pass the ball so you could have a game playing four tags, five tags, six. So essentially they're lives. So once you get down to zero, the other team get the ball. And, and is there separate competitions at schools level for that? Or is it just something that... Not really competitions. Like, so that's a, we'd go into schools, primary schools, especially for four to six weeks running rugby programs. And then at the end of that, we'd have a blitz in a local club and we'd get all the primary school kids down and they play a tag. So it's... It's an introductory game, but in saying that, there's clubs in the area that would have tag teams. It's a kind of social, but there is there is the tag world cup as well. So it's like anything you can make it a series. You can make it you make a game yeah, 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 as yeah. well. But the game of rugby itself is certainly not tag. It's 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 physical no, contact. No, 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 it's, there is a difference. Uh, there is a difference. Uh, I, I suppose, and uh, I suppose within it as well. Can you are a prop? You're telling me, yeah, you know, yeah, and the front row, yeah. tough, tough work out there. Yeah, it's tough work. To yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's tough going, but it's a. Uh, I suppose as as I try to say to any players that I coach in the front row it's the only position on the team that uh, on the field that you're actually face to face with drops the number there's always space between everybody else so it's uh, there's kind of a, an unofficial kind of front row club kind of <laughs> a little bit of respect because for, for the job we all do so it's a uh, it's a it's an interesting place to be at times all right yeah and when you're when you're developing kids and all that as well obviously you have the expertise in that area but you're also looking at the the, the forwards as well are you yeah well that that'd be my kind of like what I coach myself, it's I'd look after forwards and that. So yeah, that'd be or backs. I should say I'm getting mixed uh, with. I'm getting mixed up between forwards and me backs and rugby. Backs yeah, just yeah. ruined again. They get in the way of forwards. <laughs> playing, so it's, uh, yeah, but I suppose as coaches, you have that kind of overall view of the game. But forward play would be kind of my specialty. Your speciality you know, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, what got you into rugby? Actually, it was, it was my dad played. My dad played rugby, and my mum was basketball. So between the between the two, we played basketball and rugby growing up. But I'm originally well, I'm from Kilkenny, so it's there's a, a touch of hurling there as well. But uh, only a touch. Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm the wrong wrong shape and size for for, for that. And chasing around lads with hurls, did really scream white wheels now. So 
yeah, so that and just started playing in Kilkenny as as a young lad and then kinda of, was being around the place a bit playing with it now as well, so it's it's a good game you get to go. You were you were, you were you were telling me that you you played with Tontarf and Wesley and yeah. you're over in Wales and, and New Zealand, obviously maybe in the North Dublin or I right know Tontarf. Yeah. Uh, kind of all right. Was that in, in that was in the A yeah. That was kind of coming coming to the end as uh it wasn't there was the last two years really, last year and a half that I that I played in Tontarf and I was with Wesley then for five or six years before that, so it's in many ways the interprovincial has, has taken over from like I, I can remember going back years and years ago, the AIL was very, very strong. Is it still that it's, way? I, it's it's nearly kinda of come on a on, I don't want to say full circle, but yeah, when I suppose when rugby went pro in the nineties there was a big focus obviously on the on the on the rep sides, this was the Lancers and Monsters of yeah, the world, yeah. but definitely in the last couple of years, the AIL is, is getting a lot better because players are released from academies now back to play AIL, so the the standard is, it's, it's is up. There's always a very high standard, but with the, the younger kind of pro players coming back, you know, yeah. it's, it's definitely helped. But there would be pro players playing it? Yeah, but there'd be kind of academy players. Yeah. yeah. And then some some lads coming back from injuries would play for their clubs the odd time, all right. The, the game itself, it, it, it's, it's, it seems to be going from strength to strength anyway, overall. Is that, would that be your view of it? And how could that help kind of with the, the development of, of your job as, as, as sports development officer? Yeah, I suppose it's, it all kind of really stems from the national team, really, kind of that Ireland are going so well and it's, it's definitely, definitely more in the public eye than even when I started playing many, many, many years ago. But it's, it's on the up. You know, the, the regional teams are going well and, and the, I'd say the club rugby starting to come back up now as well. So it's it's definitely on the and, and numbers more and more. You know, as could you see that through your own? Uh, yeah, well, that's, own we, again, it kind of comes in cycles. I like kind of when the when the national team are doing a little bit better, you numbers that increase. All right, but I suppose it's the ebb and flow of everything. We kind of and then COVID, COVID kind of knocked the stuff out of like it did all sports yeah. for a couple of years, but. When it opened up, there was a massive influx of players into it. All right, so it's even flows and just keep keep the numbers going and as it's hopefully keep feeding into the national team. That successful will will that's what generate interest in it as well. And looking at that, the big win over New Zealand obviously helped, but like are Ireland up there to be shot at it for the World that's Cup? The, that's the, I suppose, that's the thing. What happens, isn't it, when you get to the top? Same as those in well, yeah. the last couple of years in the football, it's you do end up with a bit of a target on your back, like New Zealand would have, you know. So for many they, years, they've had yeah. a bit of a struggle now for the last while, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be all right come World Cup, and hopefully, hopefully <laughs> now we'll uh, we'll kick on and. and I won't, I won't text by saying I'm winning it, but we'll be thereabouts on it. Thereabouts, yeah, yeah. What about Leinster? Is Leinster that you're employed with Leinster Rugby with Dublin City yes. Council yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah, so yeah. Leinster Rugby, um, 
I, I know that they brought in a dub recently. I see. And, and, I local, and recently, local man as well, Declan yeah, Darcy from yeah. just up the road here um, as well. And, and he's coming in as performance uh, yeah, coach. Yeah, performance coach, yeah. yeah. Uh, as well. I, I think Leo Cullen looking for that something extra maybe to bring. And, but that's every, every yeah, team. Yeah. I suppose whether it's local soccer team or what every team is looking for that little bit of an edge, but obviously in, in professional sports, there's a bit more money there to kind of to get these get the right people in. So it's yeah, it'll be interesting now. Yeah, see how it goes. GA man into rugby. <laughs> and your job as well. Do you if you see talent and and sometimes talent is spotted at a very young age, you know, um, do you pass that on to? Yeah, it's, you, you, you know, when, when it comes in, to in Leinster rugby and yeah, talk to I, people about different people kind of thing yeah, coming up, yeah. It would alright, yeah. I coach the under nineteens as well during the summer, so that's kind of where the the schools and club pathway meets. But yeah, we definitely definitely always on on the lookout for for talent around the place, alright. You know, so it's I suppose unlike the professional soccer game, it's generally a little bit later. Kind of in terms of rugby, kind of when when we start scouting players, but you'll always keep an eye. You always see those those kind of good kids, even at kind of nine, ten, twelve. But it's generally around fifteen before the player pathway starts starts within within Leinster anyway. So it's you got to keep them playing just non not well they're competitive games, but not not really watching till they're fifteen or so. I'd you'd be watching all right, but in yeah. terms of like. So development, yeah. So you'd have metro area side. So like Leinster would be split into five regions. So we'd have our region obviously be the metro. So it's the Greater Dublin Ridge kind of Fingal all the way to Dunleary. So each the metro we'd start is under 15s. So you get players from clubs coming in then, and then there's then there's the pathway on into the club game. It's into Leinster Youths. If you play in school, it's Leinster schools, and then that merges at under 19s, and that's where I the series though starts. Well, <laughs> yeah, but even kind of 16, 17 yeah, kind of starts yeah. there because you know you'd have some kids that that that's what they want to be as a pro, so they're they're taking it serious. So everybody's kind of taking it serious, but it's that pathway. But it's 19s then where it's you can go into a sub academy or. Some will go straight into an academy. It's very rare to go straight in, so it's that's I suppose where it kind of starts getting professional, professional as such. Is that that kind of nineteens, that nineteens mark? And what about the women's game? What is, is that similar or is it well slightly not, different? Not, it, there's slightly different setup in it, all right, but it'd be the same. So you still have the metro teams, and they go into a regional side, into a regional side as well. The they have a regional competition that lines up with the, with the boys, and then they'd have an under eighteen side as well. But the I suppose the the professional, I know the, the national leaders are kind of there's professional contracts, but regionally not quite there yet. So I'm sure that will come with time too. So it's say that's on the up as well. The professionalism around the the women's game is definitely definitely kind of tracking the men as such. I suppose in many in many ways, can um, rugby gone professional gave uh, an opportunity for people to, 
you know, be employed and have employment in the sport. That yeah, they, yeah, it's yeah. something that they really, really enjoyed. And does that come at, at your time of leaving school? Like you, you, you told me you went to New Zealand as well. Was that part that, of it? That was probably 10, 12 years ago. But no, the, the kind of professional, it was 96, 97 the term professional. Yeah. So I suppose that would have kind of come to, in well, let's say a term professional, but there's plenty of lads that'll tell you it wasn't as professional as it is now no, yeah, because yeah. it would have been very young yeah of. yeah starting off yeah, yeah yeah so i suppose they were finding the kind of late 90s early 2000s finding their feet in how professional sport is run as well so yes yeah. but did that give you your opportunity when you were perhaps you know leaving school or in around you mentioned you under 19 has been a very very yeah well like i kind of i kind of i kind of missed that i was uh I was enjoying my late teens a bit more than, <laughs> than uh, rugby at the time, so it's uh, yeah, it was a bit different then. But obviously the pathway was there, all right. But I was uh, I was uh, enjoying my late teens now more than, than than rugby at the time. So the, the New Zealand, tell me a little bit about that. Like you, you got to play in New Zealand. You played there for for a year, was it? On yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Went over there for a season. He's 10, what was it, 2012, went over, went over for a season. I was actually just finished up playing in Wales and a guy I knew from Cork, he was originally from New Zealand and there's kind of a few links there and they were looking for, for a prop so I went over, over to the, to the South Islands, a little town called Matuika near Marlborough where they, they grow all the grapes for the for the for the <laughs> New Zealand wine, yeah. So it was, wasn't too far from there. Nelson direction is right at the top of the South Island. So that was a that was an interesting few months over there playing. And was what were you playing in in, in uh, senior league, was it or say Yeah, with kind of an area league as such so I wouldn't yeah. be kind of the pro game at all, kind of two or three steps below the, the professional game there. But it was good good experience. And are they as mad about rugby as we all hear about? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It, it's funny, yeah. kind of driving around here. Like, I suppose like driving around Ireland the way you see tall goalposts, you know, it's a GA yeah, club. Yeah. But over there, it's a rugby club, you know. So it's yeah, very uh, very kind of parochial as well. They they have their clubs and as as, as we know with GA, I exactly, suppose yeah, and yeah, yeah, the and parishes, the parishes, yeah, and that yeah. sort of thing. Like you come back to your club. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, all the way. What about talking about that? What about rugby in Kilkenny at the moment? Is it well? They're 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 the club in Kilkenny now is their uh, what are they? Their one aid Leinster Junior. So you'd have all the AIL five divisions of AIL, and then it goes back into kind of Leinster. So it's Leinster League, and they're there thereabouts. A few years ago, I suppose the. Well, probably 10 12 years ago, they missed a chance of going senior into the AIL structure. A few years of rebuilding, but it's getting it's getting better. They're, they're, they're coming along nicely, but sure, we all know what's in Kilkenny. That, uh, yeah, despite Mr. Cody gone, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Horland will continue on, as I say. Yeah, uh, no, it is, it isn't the Jane's, definitely. Yeah. And that coming back to us, both the locality here uh, around the area for, for any maybe people that are listening in uh, to the podcast here and they have children or whatever what what's your advice or what information can we give them to perhaps if they want to get involved in in, in rugby 
again there's 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 any number of clubs in the area that uh, that kids can go along and join most of them train Sunday mornings from nine o'clock so between I suppose there's Lansdowne Wanderers Bective I always forget a couple there's Monkstown there's Old Belleville there's Wesley as well you know Railway Union there's any amount of clubs that they, they can join to play and say most train on a Sunday morning and, and um, uh, is that from early age or yeah from under yeah. sixes yeah from under sixes and even some will take kind of four and five year olds I know Monkstown have a good very very mini section so there's any age any age and can care for and your job is mainly working with the clubs and, and yeah. the schools as yeah such. work with the schools around kind of coach development as well so we work with the coaches within the clubs to kind of improve their coaching which will improve the experience of kids and players which obviously improves rugby across the board so that's that's the that's the main aim within within my role is to improve rugby and opportunities for for kids and even kind of teenagers to get into rugby and i suppose for yourself ken as a prop do you find that if if, if, if a kid comes along wants to be a prop that there's very few that want to be a prop. Very few. There's very few. Uh, uh, but does it add a bit of excite, more excitement to it? And oh, uh, it would do, yeah. Because like, <laughs> I suppose even from when I was playing as a prop to what props are expected to do now, it's yeah, it's a very different game for like I suppose that open play. Yeah. Between the set pieces of scrum and lineouts, you know they're they're an awful lot more involved. It it, it sounds more technical. Is it more technical? No. Being in front row. Yeah, yeah. It is actually. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't. I don't. I don't think props and forwards in general get the credit they're due for how technical it can be. So, it's there's. I suppose lots of people call it the dark arts, but there's a bit of messing with it, all right. But it is. It is fairly technical when you kind of break it down and have a look at it. It's. It's it's an interesting one. As I say, we don't we don't get our we don't get our just our. our just rewards exactly. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. accolades as they take. Yeah. I but I suppose it. the likes of Keen Healy, Tyg Furlong, Andrew Porter, they're uh, they're changing they're changing that perception of what props should and shouldn't do and what they can do. So it's can only get better. And as you say, it's all driven from the international team uh, yeah. as such, be it the men's or the women's, uh, and that and and. Hopefully, uh, as we mentioned, the success can be continued on in that area. That's what even the sevens now had a good came, got the bronze in the World Cup in South Africa, and the men's sevens and the women's, I think, got to the quarters, semis. So it's, I think they finished sixth or seventh. So it's even across to the seventh side of things, it's it's definitely on and up. Would you like to see the international game growing more? In this, you know, obviously Argentina have come come up from South America and we've got the Springboks and uh, and that but like in, in general when you look say it you know the soccer the Europeans it's it's, it's a lot of everyone is in it in the European Championships or the World Cup and that where it doesn't seem to be as many countries in, in, in the rugby yeah but I suppose it's I suppose when you look at it yeah there's there's obviously those kind of top tier nations top, yeah, yeah, yeah but then Again, if you look at soccer, how many teams actually go into the World Cup with a realistic chance of winning it? 
there's still probably five, six. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas it's the same in, in rugby. You know, there's there's obviously that top end, but it is, it's it's even getting a bit like kind of across Europe, bigger kind of Spain, Italy, Germany, Portugal, you know, Italy are, are there, all right, but like the, they'll all have national teams at varying levels, all yeah. right, but to bring them on up to a soccer level, I think it'll take an awful lot of work. Take a bit of time. Yeah, a bit of time, yeah. And just the playing numbers across the board, like, and how easy it is to, well, it's as easy to pass around a rugby ball as a mm. soccer ball, but it's to get, to spread the word, I suppose, is the is the thing, isn't it? And you're doing that at the moment. Yes. Here, here yeah, in, in uh, it, as yeah. you say, in Dublin, Southeast area. Ken, thanks a lot for coming into us. Um, hopefully, you know, we might get a few more players in the area kind of coming to the clubs as well. And uh, the best of luck uh, with all the coaching in the future. Uh, that's I can probably leave contacts with you for all the clubs anyway, if anybody ever contacts you. That's all from Community Sport this week. My thanks to Dylan and Zalan on sound and editing. From me, Mick Candy, take care.